What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast is all about reimagining work. After all, like the rest of our lives, much of our work lives have been upended since the pandemic started. Whether that's the physical location of where you're doing your work or how stressful your work has been, what's clear is that work is not the same as it was in 2019. So let's take this opportunity to figure out where we want it to go from here, both for yourself as an individual and for our society as a whole. Today's big idea is that something that gets just completely frowned upon in our productivity-focused society is laziness. But you could have a very good reason to be feeling or being perceived as lazy. And that feeling of not wanting to do anything which I fully admit I have been feeling so frequently lately, could be telling you something really important. But if you buy into the idea that laziness is bad, you'll never hear it. You know what that message likely is? That you're tired. That you need a break. That your body is saying, hey, let's take a little time to rest and replenish. Wow, what a concept, huh? To be clear, this is not my idea. It is Dr. Devin Price's, author of the book, Laziness Does Not Exist. I encourage you to check out the book or to follow him on Instagram, where he also shares a lot about trans rights and issues related to neurodiversity. That's Devin Price, D-E-V-O-N, and Price, like The Price is Right. Speaking of neurodiversity and diversity in general, lazy is often used to label people of races that aren't white people with ADHD, people in lower classes, and people with mental health challenges like depression. So let's just rethink this idea of lazy all around, as it pertains to ourselves and as it pertains to other people. What do you say? Of course, it's not always possible to fully honor your desire to be lazy. You've got a job. You've got kids, maybe. You're taking care of a loved one. You're in school, or you're volunteering, or starting a side hustle. Honestly, maybe you've got all those things happening at once. How do you make space for laziness in your life? I've got ideas for you and your tiny assignment right after this quick break. Welcome back. So, how do you make space for listening to your laziness? Well, the first step is to notice that you're feeling lazy and to not just immediately start telling yourself that you have to get things done. Awareness is always the first step in creating a new neural pathway, because you can't change a habit you don't know you have. You could even get curious about how laziness feels in your body. Do you feel like your limbs are heavy? Or is it more of a general desire to slow down? Or are you perhaps noticing that your attention is flitting all over the place? Once you notice that your energy or your motivation is flagging, ask yourself, what am I really craving right now? Maybe you need to eat. Maybe you need to step outside for a few minutes and breathe in some fresh air. Maybe you need to stare out the window and just let your mind float for a bit. 
Maybe it's something else. Doing any of those things is going to help you hear a deeper thought that might be getting drowned out by all the thoughts about what you're supposed to be getting done. Maybe that deeper thought is about how you really want to be spending your time or about bigger changes that might need to be made so that you don't feel as tapped out. As it relates to work, if you work for yourself or are in a job where you have a lot of autonomy so long as you get your work done, really it's up to you to set some limits around when you will and won't work, how many projects you take on, getting clear on what rates you need to charge in order to be able to do an amount of work that also gives you time to replenish and live your life. We are at a crossroads where a lot of people are realizing we have been giving everything to our jobs. And while we need top-down strategies like more flexible work schedules and things like subsidized childcare and affordable housing so that we don't have to have such a high monthly nut to make every month just to have a place to live, food to eat, and our kids taken care of. But those top-down strategies don't come without a lot of advocacy and leading by example of individual people. So as Gandhi said, you've got to be the change you wish to see. I will say this, taking time to replenish yourself helps you do what you need to do with more efficiency and more clarity. So it doesn't have to be a zero-sum game of, oh, I took a few hours to be lazy and now I'm three hours behind. If you hadn't taken that break, you might have dillied away a lot of those hours because you just didn't have the oomph, and you wouldn't really be that much farther ahead. And if you're in a work situation where you don't have a lot of autonomy with your time, you may need to document the ways you're continually expected to be on, or perhaps think about how you can organize with your other colleagues to advocate for more flexibility. Your tiny assignment is to notice where and when you feel lazy and honor that desire to do nothing and to push back against any feelings of guilt or shame that might come up. I support you finding ways to do less because it's in those lazy moments that you'll really be able to hear what you might truly need. I'll leave you with this quote from Dr. Price that he shared with NPR. Laziness really is this canary in a coal mine kind of emotion that tells us when our values are out of step with our actual lives. A lot of times we pour so much energy into being impressive at work, satisfying all the demands of our friends and family, and just trying to overachieve in every possible way that we don't really listen to that inner voice that tells us, here's what matters most to me in my life. Here's what I really believe in and value. And here's how I would really live if I wasn't just setting out to satisfy other people. Here's to figuring out how we really want to live our lives instead of setting out to satisfy other people. That's it from me for this week. I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 